The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the The ReaperCast. Hello and welcome to the 128th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I'm currently reaching out to companies to sell my official GRG coronavirus mask. And for a small extra fee, I'll recycle some of Grex's used banana hammocks as masks. That'll cost you extra. That's a premium. Anyway, let's introduce our guests. Uh, first up, we have Gunny. It's been a minute since you've been on the show. How have you been? What you drinking? And uh, what you playing, if anything? Oh, I've been doing pretty good. I was in uh, self 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 retirement slash quarantine from the cast, so I'd be a good boy coming back. Uh, of course, I'm drinking cores. You never need to ask such a question. Of course, I'm only on my first one for the evening because I took a nap this afternoon and I kind of overslept a little bit. Almost was late for the show, but. So I'm only on number one, so it should be a pretty mellow show tonight. <laughs> so you are showing your age, taking your midday naps. Were you like 70 now? No, but I felt like it after working the weekend at the hardware store. I should have taken one extra day to catch up on some rest, but instead I jumped out there and got motivated with weed eating and yard work and shit. And man, I got done and I'm like, fuck, I got to take a nap. Well, people oh. need the, those essentials from the hardware store. So, oh fuck you! Garden <laughs> boxes are not essential. It is essential. My mulch, my thirty bags of mulch I bought this weekend was essential. I had to have them. I hope you essentially choke life on them. and death. You're one of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, my name is Lala, and what am I drinking? Well, I'm drinking a summer beer. They had some out, so uh, fortunately, what kind of summer beer? Yeah, PA still has uh, the beer stores open. The liquor stores are closed. You can't buy booze in the state anymore. So my wife and kid are trying to find vodka any way possible. So if someone can smuggle us some vodka, that'd be great. Cause that's you guys should come move out to Oregon because the, the stores out here sell hard booze and beer still in the grocery stores. No, PA is old school with the liquor laws. And so that's under lock and key. But um, beer stores still open. So I... I Stopped by. They had uh, some summer ale. It was Goose Island summer beer. It's pretty decent. Pretty solid little summer beer. It's going down smoothly. And I'm playing. Wait, well, I don't know. You had tonight. I'm my third. I'm my third. Oh, we might have so. a fun show after all if, you keep going. <laughs> if I keep going. And I'm playing uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone. I, I feel like every night after playing this, oh. Well, anyway, I'm going to hold off on that because that's oh, yeah, my rant. Playing, I haven't played shit. No. But I tell you what, my Xbox is an excellent streaming device. Well, there you go. And my, and my Elite controller is an excellent controller for, for said streams. Well, you need to have the Elite controller to browse through Netflix. I don't know. It's required. <laughs> right? It's required. Glad well, I didn't pay for it. Jeez. <laughs> you know, you know that, that Elite controller, if it's like a Toy Story where it's alive, it's probably like so sad. 
I don't even oh, get dude, the game. Like, Tommy, pick me back up. <laughs> he, wants that, he wants to go play with that mean kid from uh, the, the Sid. Uh, he'd rather dude. that. Oh, my goodness. Poor uh, controller. Neglected. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I'm going to pick it up this week, though, seriously. There you go. I need some gaming. We also have a new person on the Reapercast this, this episode. Angel of Sin. X4 times four. I don't know what for. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm not drinking anything uh, in terms of what I've been playing lately. Uh, well, there's your first fucking party foul on the cast. <laughs> I'm not a drinker. But, uh, you know, there's, there's other things an adult can do, which is okay. He's spanking it. I was going to say, we're going to talk about that about halfway through the show, according to the agenda. Uh, What you playing? See, I'd say FIFA, some Call of Duty, um, Ace Combat 7, and what is it, uh, this Pedro game? Which game? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that one. Uh, The uh, the Pedro game uh, with the banana. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I'm fucking clueless on that. (laughs) <laughs> but I heard banana, so I'm sure Grex will perk right up. Yeah, no, it's uh, Pedro. The game's called Pedro. Wow. Sounds awful. <laughs> it's actually not. It's pretty good. All right, let's just get right to the member spotlight. Let's just go right into it. So gamer tags almost always tell us something about their owners. Tell us about yours. I don't know. I was, I was feeling pretty uh, philosophic about it. And uh, I looked at, like, you know, how we as people were capable of doing good and bad in a single day. And um, at least back then, you know, the times four was, like, my average of what I felt I did a day that would constitute a sin. Nowadays, I put a zero behind that four. I'm glad to see you uh, improved. Damn, somebody put a lot of thought into their gamer tag. Yeah, I didn't put any thought in mine. I'm going to say most of us are just like, uh, fuck it, give me something close than I recognize. He actually thought of it. Like uh, Big Sausage. Well, Gunny's case, it'd be, it would be Little Smokies. Hey, it is what it is. I got two kids. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you got yours. Happily married. <laughs> a midget's miracle. Uh, don't start talking about midgets. You'll get fucking a couple people all hot and bothered. Yeah. Jack will get all excited. All right, so how long have you been gaming for? 34 years. Just to put things into context, how old are you? I'm 40. Okay, so middle, middle age for GRG. What's the first game that you started with? It's 34 years ago. What was, uh, was it Nintendo, Super Nintendo? It was actually uh, an Atari 2600. GG, bro. There you go, right on. Pitfall and all that good stuff. Absolute timeless classics. You know what's crazy? This is, you know, we had the Atari 2600, and somehow my dad managed to get, like, this pirate board for it. And then you can, he was able to buy, like, the ROMs, the actual chips of the games for, like, whatever. Say a game costs $30, he'd be able to buy it for 5 bucks, and you'd be able to plug in the uh, the chip into this board and play the game. So any, So we had, like, these, like, big rows of all these different chips with like handwritten on their pitfall or stuff like that. It was crazy. <laughs> anyway, 
my dad was a bad influence on me. What can I say? All right. Assuming that you're not a professional gamer, what is your day job? I'm actually a licensed uh, security guard for the state of New York. I'm, uh, besides that, I'm trained in CPR, first aid, administering uh, an AED, bomb detection, active shooter, etc. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess that's a lot, especially for in the state of New York, too. The active shooter stuff is scary because we do, uh, we have drills at where I work and exams and training and policies and stuff like that, how to handle that. And it's, it's scary to think that that's what you have to plan for in today's society. That's just, it's nuts to even think about that. Mm-hmm. The kids have to do it for school. The kids have to do it for school. Tra- I'm like, that's, that's a whole nother subject, but yeah. um, do you have a taser? Here in New York, um, I want to know what he carries too. Yeah, you're, you, you're not you're not allowed to have a taser. But do you have one? Well, you know, trick question. If, oh if, yeah, if, totally. I mean, you don't want to say anything incriminating, but yeah, absolutely, I do. If I, got, I like, I, I got three of them. If I use some GRG funds, could I pay you some cash to go drive up the road to Grex's house and zap him a few times? No, Greg should like it too much. He's You're a freak like, like that. Doing the guy a favor. <laughs> He's like, shoot my nipples, shoot my nipples. <laughs> no, 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 no. He won't oh, like it. Why? He he won't like it though. No, if I did that, he would not like that whatsoever. Because what you want to ideally do is you you want to get yourself one that's a baton. It's like a wand, right? No, you're and, totally turning Greg. And uh, I was thinking that those are like those are never been before. Those are legit, like, 10 million volts. So the trick is you want to wet the person down first, then hit them. And they'll go into cardiac arrest pretty quick. Well, okay, I'll, I'll meet you at Grex's house. I'll have a super soaker, and you have the baton. How's that work? It's a deal. Okay, we'll, we'll, I'll set You're up a time with not you. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'm only a few hours away. All right. All right so uh, what's your favorite game of all time? I would say, believe it or not, Mario 64 back then. I felt like Nintendo had achieved a, a bar that no other video game maker had achieved regarding uh, how well they used 3D, the uh, layouts of, of the levels, the, the controls. Definitely the controls I felt like were top-notch. The music was pretty decent, and the replay value was off the charts. And that's coming from... Was, that was the... Um, not the GameCube. That was the... Uh... Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64, yeah. So they had the goofy controller, right? Yeah, it absolutely did. It, uh, it really forced, uh, forced you to, um, to use an analog stick as well, especially for uh, Mario. You hardly used um, the directional pad if you knew it was good for you. All right, so uh, what upcoming games or game are you looking forward to the most? Wow, that's a that's a tough one to answer because I looked at, you know, what's coming out for uh the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 and um right now unfortunately there's there's one not a lot of games coming out that have exact dates uh for this year and um two there's to me it seems like there's no triple A title um except for Cyberpunk 2077 the uh the videos look really good the previews 
of course, uh, what I've read online in the articles. So for the Xbox One, that for sure. Um, I have a PlayStation 4. I don't have it hooked up right now, but I'm going to hook it up soon because for the PlayStation 4, the, the game I'm looking forward to the most, and that's actually going to be released, I do believe on the 10th, would be Final Fantasy VII, the remake. And I've been seeing reviews for that, and it's like it's getting stellar reviews. It's like 10-10, you know, so that's going to be a hot one to get. Cyberpunk. Haven't we been talking about that title for like three years now? Yeah, I got to imagine that I mean, gets that's pushed off to, to next-gen consoles. I think that's a lot of things you're looking at now. Like everything's kind of quiet because everybody's right. designing stuff when for was, PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X, which is well, right that and, and I'm kind of curious how much of this fucking new HIV is affecting future releases. You know, because you just don't hear a lot of video game talk right now. I don't. It, I mean, cause, it's quiet. Yeah, it's really quiet. It was tough coming up with stuff for the show this week. Did you catch the HIV too? No, I, ca- I caught the derp though. Yeah, that's okay. We're used to you catching the dirt. Well, lucky for you, Lala. I do have a, a magnificent cure. It's uh, it's kind of like a, a facial mud mud mix. I'm selling <laughs> small Gerber jars of it for only thirty dollars. The shipping's free, so that's a really good deal. I highly oh, advise you, you take up on. Well, I already gave away the cure for GRG members last episode, and that was a. Uh... A cup or two of Drano a day. That'll cure well, you tell coronavirus. You what, it meets you both halfway. You mix a little bit of your Drano with his little bit of Gerber goo, <laughs> and you guys are all set. There you go. All right. So what is your favorite part of being a GRG member? I would say the uh, camaraderie, definitely the personalities, the ball busting. Um, there's, a, there's a sense of you know, identifying to one another. Uh, regardless of the the person's background, um, there's a lot of laughs. The games are good too. I feel like GRG members work together really well, instead of course playing against the public, which can be infuriating at times. Not the general public. Say it ain't so. Are talking about our teamwork? I mean, I, I... you haven't been here very long, have you? But he, I'm, I'm feeling kind of fucking proud to be part of GRG after that speech. <laughs> Well, those are my experiences, man. You know, um, <laughs> no, we're just we're just breaking. Although, yeah. although I wonder, I wonder how many, um, what the percentage is of gamers out there that's secretly hoping this uh, this pandemic wipes out about half of their uh, their opposition and kind of like you know have the best of the best remain. Yeah, well, they have already said that you know younger folks, i.e., Timmy, were you know. Not going to be in that target category, so we're kind of fucked there. But guys like fucking Hawklander, you know, he's in the freaking target, freaking uh, age group that, you know, he better watch himself. Hawklander's so old that uh, That's what I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's immune to it. He's probably, through all his years, because he's what, like got worse. five or some shit? 80, 90, I don't know. Right. I, I so lose track. He's, he's senile. Who knows? He's primed to pick this shit up. <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts before I ask you some uh, off the cuff questions? I got two myself. I don't know if uh, Gunny has any. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, regarding Hawk, 
I'm really not worried about Hulk. He is battle-tested. Uh, he has many great Civil War stories to say, considering that, you know, America keeps saying how this is, you know, this is a war. He, if he can get through the Civil War, he certainly can get through this. <laughs> All right. One, one of my questions is, how many feet of barbed wire did you buy for the ensuing apocalypse? Oh, wow. I, I do believe I got about 20 yards worth right now. I'm seriously totally keeping, uh, I'm ser- well, it depends on, you know, how you layer the bat. It's all about layering the bat. Where to layer, you know, layer it uh, depends on the, the length of the bat, too. Longer the length, the better it is. Also, technique. Technique is very important. I'm not saying this from personal experience. This is what I've read. Uh, what you want to do is you want to hold the bat in, in your uh, less dominant hand. And you want to swing at the person's ribs right away. And you'll, you want to catch him in the side. And the hope is, one, the barbs really pierce the skin, or two, the, um, the actual barbs will get caught up in the person's clothing. After doing so, you quickly pull them towards you, and, and while pulling them towards you, you uh, cock up your dominant hand, and you just fucking wallop them in the face. Uh, that's a good, quick way of really uh, starting off the... Um, I, I guess saying hello to someone. So I guess you put a little thought into this, huh? You think? <laughs> but the real question is, since we're talking about, you know, the ensuing apocalypse, how many rounds do you have, and are they ready to rock and roll? No, the, the, the actual real question is, is if he got the, uh, the Mad Max Road Warrior outfits yet, and is he wearing the assless chaps? Because that's what they wore in that movie. Well, yeah. Luckily for me, um, Sensing the incoming pandemic, I went to uh, Costco, and quite frankly, I hoarded all of uh, all their Spanish food, like Goya, and um, I've been living off of that. So, really, wearing assless chaps would be uh, certainly a weapon against whomever uh, steps foot on my property. Lala went to Costco and sold them out of all the assless chaps. He bought them all. <laughs> Hey. Well, yeah, because people are stuck at home. There's a market. I'm sure there's a lot of like police academy, uh, blue oyster bar happenings uh, going on, ignoring uh, social distancing. And what I can tell is uh, there's certain GRG members that aren't signing on. So one would imagine they are taking part in that. I have one final question, uh, a little off the topic here, but uh, who taught you how to drive cars in Warzone? Apparently, it sounds like Giddy. Uh, quite frankly, um, uh, no one has taught me yet. I can um, tell. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, you know, I've been playing Resident Evil 2 lately, and uh, the green herb uh, happens to give you more life. But apparently, from my experiences... The same green herb uh, really brings about very dodgy Call of Duty play. Yeah, he gets into a uh, car with me and Salt. We drive towards enemies, and he stops, gets us all killed, and <laughs> don't know what happened. And we were breaking his balls for it. Then he rage quit, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Who rage quit? Angel. He said his, he lost power, but... 
Oh, that's a total rage quit excuse. Total, yeah, that's what we all say. <laughs> well, actually, that night, um, besides losing power, I gave power as well. So, yeah, you know, I mean, um, what we're all experiencing right now can can be for the greater good of humanity. Um, I suggest having as many little minions as possible. Train them uh, the fine arts. Certainly how to uh, shoot straight and not shoot at mommy or daddy. Oh, fuck that. Two is enough and get cut. I'm, I'm going to argue on that one. Get yeah. Two and get cut. Two. Two. That's it. Any more than that, it's a waste of time. After that, you get dogs because then you can yell at them and no one cares. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> then they're more useful than the kids. Yeah. Yes. And they actually like you. All right. Anyway, what I want to do is uh, right now, pimp out Grex's article that he wrote for the front page. It's uh, Stellaris Federation's Review. And if you're interested in playing it, I think you can play it on the Xbox and PC and stuff like that. It's a DLC for Stellaris. Grex wrote it. He, uh, and, and it's on the front page. It's along with a few other front page articles we have, along with like my $100 gaming headset and et cetera. So please check that out at GrimReaperGamers.com. Well, you want to talk about how that review came around? Go ahead. I, I'm kind well, of out of me. You've got more that. detail on it than I do. But Yeah, a company reached out to GRG. They saw a few of our articles and uh, reached out to us and asked us to write some game reviews on some DLC that they're selling, stuff like that. Kind of like a potential partnership. Yeah, potential partnership, way to earn some funds for the website and then so we can do some things we want to. Uh, one of the, the games they asked us to review was Stellaris Federations, the DLC for Stellaris, which Grex wrote. There's another one coming from Grimm. I'm not going yeah, to give away so, the title. Yeah, but. Souls Grimm. Well, he's he's doing the new Ori, uh, the new Ori game. So they gave us a copy for that. So they're actually giving us the games, and we get to review them. Right. So you know, stand by because there may be a forum post of it particular game that we're going to be looking for somebody to play and give a solid review on depending on how this works out of course so yeah i mean this this is is the first two but if it works out potentially we could have members on a particular game that either they don't know and want to try or they already knew about it and got excited so we'll go to them for a solid review on it yeah so it's exciting i mean we're getting hit you know, hit by different companies to do this stuff all the time. Greg, we are internet stuff. ginormous. We are famous. So it's interesting and exciting. So I want to make sure, you know, go to the front page, check it out. It's also in the forum. So it links back to the front page post. And um, please, if you can leave a comment with the review and uh, let us know what you think. Yep, And you can even tell Greg to fuck off. That's all you got to say. Oh, please do. All right, let's get to, uh, let's move it along. We'll go right into the rant. And originally, my rant this episode was going to be about the audio in Warzone and the issues with that. But after playing Warzone all weekend long, I decided to make it about the whole goddamn game mode. The whole game mode is fucked up. And Activision, Infinity Ward, I'm not sure what you're doing, but you need to fix that game now. So Warzone is just crap. To me, right now, it is the most unfun thing I'm playing, and it's a shame because it could be. You're a a VR fan, like I I mean, legitimately, you are about a royal game fan. Mm -hmm. 
and and a uh, a Call of Duty fan. Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed Blackout. I enjoyed Blackout immensely. Well, I remember for months that was like the one thing you've been looking forward to is with this new COD title is having VR or Warzone. Yes. So and there's just there's a lot of issues, and I don't know if some of them are the stay-at-home related issues where servers are getting hammered pretty goddamn hard. But anyway, let's change. I, I don't know. At first, when I first started playing it, I kind of liked it, but I think that was like a honeymoon phase. Well, I'm saying, when did you fight? When did you feel yourself starting to get pissed off with the whole? Well, definitely this weekend. Last weekend. Um, well, that would fit the yeah time, timeline. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it means a brand new game mode, so it just came out with with all this nonsense anyway. So, uh, but let's, let's go right into like well, one of the the main issues I have, and my biggest issue, and what I was going to initially talk about was the audio or lack thereof in this fucking game. The sound in battle royale games is so important. It's so important to hear your enemies walking around, to hear mm-hmm. gunshots. Like when you listen to gunshots, you should be able to tell how far they are. Right, it's a tell. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You need to know if they're in the next building or maybe half a mile away. As it is now, it is so broken. Gunfire, you'll hear sniper shots being fired off and it sounds like it's in the next room from you. This person's nowhere near you it's a mile away it doesn't even show up as a red dot on the mini map for them firing because they're not even in the quadrant the section you're in they're way across the map but all you can hear is this goddamn sniper fire bam 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 it's so loud but it's not there same thing goes along with you'll hear somebody walking and normally when someone's running around you'll hear them stomp 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 but then there's times sounds not working and people come into your room, you don't hear them at all, and gun you down, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I'd never heard this guy. How am I supposed to play and defend against this stuff if I can't even hear and, or know that they're there? We had an issue the other night where uh, Beers, AP Mech, and I cruised around this big, giant truck. It's like this big, giant diesel truck. It makes all the noise. It shows up on the map if you're in a car, we drive to this buy station because we're going to go buy some gear or whatever. We hop out. We sneak around the side of the building. want to make sure the area was clear before we went over and bought the stuff. The next thing you know, me and AP Mech are dead. We have no idea why. We heard nothing. We're just instantly dead. Like, what the fuck just happened? On the kill cam, an enemy hopped into our truck that we left that's 20 feet behind us, got into it, started up, and ran us over. And we never once heard <laughs> it. Like, you guys sucky, sucky. <laughs> but, you, but you had no idea. Like, it, there was no sound. No, right. You didn't hear it fire up and all that. You should have heard the tr- I mean, like, you hear these trucks driving around all over the place. I think you might have been giddy jumping in there to run you guys over as much yeah, as Yeah, she would have liked to, but. Right? And this is the stuff that happens. It's just um, climbing ladders. When you climb up the ladders, it sounds like you're banging pots and pans together. But enemies can't hear it. So if I'm climbing up a ladder, I'm thinking, I got to be all sneaky. I'm walking up all slowly. Nope. I was watching on YouTube. People cannot hear it. Uh, so the, the, the sound's completely, they really need to fix that. You can't have a Battle Royale game and have sound off the way it is. But that's not the only thing that's wrong with the game. Servers are completely hosed. You know, players are experiencing connection problems all weekend long. I, I saw massive packet loss in a lot of games I'm playing. So if you go under options and account 
and there's like a little network tab. It'll tell you your ping. It'll show you a live graph of your ping and a live graph of your packet loss. I'm getting like 20% packet loss in some games. It's like, what the hell's going on here? You'll see people skip across your screen. They're like blip, 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 blip across your screen. There's there's no and way I to think shoot. You already them. hit on it. I mean, with everybody stuck at home, I think. Oh, it's it's terrible. Yeah, because I mean, you got Timmy's at home. You have a lot of adults at home, not just yeah. Timmy. Everybody's at home um, playing. I mean, fuck my kid. He got laid off yeah, a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. That kid's been nonstop gaming since he got laid off. I think he's fucking happier than a pig and shit. Sure. And I'm leaving him alone about it. I mean, because he was working. It's not It's not his fault. So. No, no. But like, yeah, I had last night where, where I, I really threw a hissy fit. <laughs> not you. Know, you. I, I hear like, a, you know, I hear somebody walking. I know they're coming to that. So I get ready for him. The guy barges through the door. I blast him with my machine gun and my assault rifle. I break his armor. I reload. He ducks behind a box. I charge him and I start shooting him. And the next thing you know, I'm down and out, and I was fully armored up, and I'm shooting an enemy that had no time to rearmor. And I'm see, I'm shooting what, him first, and I'm like, "What is going on? Like, this does not make sense." Because well, see, and it's shit like that that makes me leery. I've number one, I've never played a battle royale, not Apex, not Warzone, none of them. And I know I get a lot of call to jump in with you guys, but that's what makes me leery. Oh, it's frustrating. A fucking noob, you know, rank wise, being complete noob on there, and then hearing some of the problems. It's like that doesn't sound like fun at all. It starts getting frustrating when you don't even know what you're seeing is actually what's actually happening, and that's certain games like Treyarch's netcode is so bad that I never feel that what I'm actually seeing is what's actually truly happening. Well, it's been bad for you. Yeah, some of us like Treyarch, and and that's why I feel like with this game. What I'm actually seeing and what's actually happening isn't actually true as far as the game is concerned. And that doesn't make me feel good about wanting to pick it up and play with you guys. I mean, I'm not I'm not being negative Nancy, but that doesn't make me feel good about wanting to pick it up and fucking jump in with you guys. It's, I'm hoping it's something they fix. Um, well, sure. But I mean, clearly this, this game was it's, released in a beta state. It was clearly released in a beta well, state. Well, it's, it's disappointing for me to hear as a longtime Call of Duty player because that's one thing Call of Duty's always had is you can sound whore the game. I mean, that was a that was a goal is to sound whore. And a lot of classes were set up to be sound whore so you can hear that guy coming around the corner or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. I mean, Angel, what do you think of this? I mean... Do you feel the same way, or am I just insane? Which could possibly be the case. I'm probably insane, but... God, be honest. I would definitely say that um, I've tried Warzone solo a few times, and it is definitely laggy. I also find the uh, regular multiplayer laggy as well. Definitely regarding the audio, I've been getting regular multiplayer games where... The audio has been uh, pretty dodgy too, dropping out at times. Um, I know it's not my headset either. I definitely feel like their servers are overwhelmed, and that's why there there has been uh, more lag, more audio issues. Um, that's why I'm I'm primarily staying away right now from Call of Duty and uh, you know finding games again, single player games to play. And um, avoid the uh, the lag mess right now for uh, blood pressure reasons. 
Yeah, I tell you, it was upsetting. I got so that mad. That might be a smart week. move. Now, the one thing to go along with this, and I guess I should throw this in the rant as well, is Xbox Live has been melting under the pressure it's under. Because if you go on and you check your friends list, sometimes it'll, it'll be proper. They'll have everybody on there and they'll show online and they'll show what they're in game, you know, what they're gaming in. Other times you'll show like no friends. So like I have like at least 400 plus people on my friends list. So you should have about 100 to 130 people online doing something. And I'll sign on. There's like two people. So no, that doesn't make any sense. Or it'll show stuff of people playing games from the previous nights. It's locked into that. So obviously these game companies are having a little bit of issues with everything that's going on. But regardless, audio is still fucked. Even if they, the servers were fine, audio is still fucked in the zone. Fix your shit. Anyway, moving on. We're going to go right into the Call of Duty news. We're just going to keep along with the Call of Duty stuff. And Season 3 will start by the time... This episode is released. It comes out Wednesday the 8th. We get two new maps for multiplayer. Well, we get one brand new map, Village, which people thought was a remake. But from what they're seeing in different images, it's not a remake. It's a completely different map. It looks like to be a medium-sized map. So that's kind of exciting to get a new map. We're also getting a remade map from Call of Duty 4 called uh, Backlot. I keep wanting to say blackout but it's backlot i don't remember this one i don't know if anybody backlot? does yeah like yeah why am i drawing a blank on this one um see i don't know but it's absolutely familiar i'm sure once i play it i'll be like the but anyway so we're getting that which call uh call of duty 4 is where it came yeah. came from which is upsetting. I hate to see like the remade maps. I'd like to see some new maps. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at some pictures online right now. Yeah. You'll recognize it as soon as you start. Okay. Uh, we get it. We're going to get uh, three new skins, three new operators or whatever. Uh, the one guy they have prominent for the picture for the season three trailer picture is uh, a guy with prosthetic leg. I'm saying it completely wrong. Leg. Alex, and he's from the campaign. So I guess that's a little bit of a spoiler because we thought he died in the campaign, but I guess he just had his leg blown. Well, they're kind of maybe sporting wounded warriors because there's a lot of folks that have fought tooth and nail to get back in the military after losing a limb. So I think maybe that's maybe why they're going with that. Sure. Potentially. I don't know. I don't know. But he's, he'll be, he's definitely the prominent figure on the uh, teaser for season three. I guess people are assuming he's going to be the battle pass operator that you get at the end when you reach the top level. You just want to play Barbie dress up with your freaking green and pink suit. <laughs> no, that, I just, I spray paint Giddy. That's my favorite thing to do. And Grex. You totally sprayed on Grex. Well, you, in my defense, Grex comes and goes off the his Xbox every 30 seconds. Middle of playing Battle Royale and he runs off all the time. He just leaves us there. <laughs> and we're just standing around waiting for him. Like, I need you to clarify exactly what you mean by spray. What are you spraying? You're in GRG. Uh, you need clarification. clarification. Well, I just, you know, I just, I just want to make sure. You know, I, that's another market I'm trying to corner. Um, <laughs> I'm not no, going to let, you know. Trust uh, That market oh, no, in GRG you do not want to put together. No, no, no. I got a, you know, I got a, uh, you know, a blessed hose myself. And, um, you know, 
I, I might, you know, as far as I know, after working at a medical clinic, I very well might have the antibodies. So really, I feel like it's the best possible way um, you, could, you could really uh, protect yourself. Blessed hose or blessed syringe? <laughs> well, it really, it really depends. Uh, do you like things? If it's cold outside or not? <laughs> uh, well, no. It depends on if if you like to receive something hitting the back of your throat, going about thirty miles per hour. You need to talk to Giddy. You need Jesus and Giddy. <laughs> now you know why I got the uh, the gamer tag I have. So the uh, what we mean by spray is like in in game you have you can spray paint things and they give you these stupid spray paints Silly. things to unlock. It's it's completely Silly. stupid. The only benefit to this is if you spray paint somebody that actually paints them, so they run around these different goofy ass colors. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a childish thing I do, and I'm childish. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. It goes along you with your Barbie too. dress up. It's okay. It's funny. All right, along with uh, Season 3, there's going to be some changes. Hopefully, these are rumored, and we'll find out. So we're just guessing what's coming. So by the time you listen to this, we'll probably be completely wrong. But anyway, uh, there's speculation that there's going to be duos and quads coming to Warzone, thankfully, because threes just doesn't make any sense to me. They should have solo, duos, and quads. I think that just works better. They're going to be introducing a couple different game modes, high action, shoddy snipers, one where there's no loadouts. You only get shotguns. Another game mode of one shot, and that's just one shot headshot kills, no loadouts once again. They're looking at introducing a realism battle royale mode, which I don't know how that's going to work since you won't know if you kill people, damage them, or see any armor. I don't know how that's going to work. Then they're going to be doing a hard version as well, which sounds to me like a shit show. I don't know. Uh, the only reason I would play that is because I'd be able to team kill Giddy. So I think those game modes are going to be limited time based. I don't think they'll be permanent. Hopefully the duos and quads stick. But what do you think, uh, Angel? Would you like to play Realism Battle Royale? No, I don't think it, it, it would be that exciting. Um... I'm not really a fan of the realism mode in general. It's it's definitely interesting. It really depends on the mood that you're in. Um, I think the the concept of that's not going to work out too well in uh, in Warzone, as well. Really, mainly because you had touched upon it earlier, and that would be uh, being a sound whore and really zoning in and using different uh, presets as well as custom uh, sets that you come up with so you can hound, uh, you know, sound whore even more. That's really not effective in Warzone uh, right now. So it's, it's, really, it's really not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't know how that one's going to work. But uh, speaking of Call of Duty, uh, I've been kicking around the idea of trying to do another GRG tournament and trying to come up with what would work, what wouldn't work. And what I'm currently thinking of doing is doing like teams of three, ever teams of three, maybe four, depending on how many people sign up, and playing gunfight modes only. I think that'd be a cool, fun, quick game night to do. So you had for, me at tournament. Yeah, yeah, and um, being, a, being a past champion multiple times, you had me at tournament multiple times. Hey, I am the Destiny uh, MVP, so. 
hey, see, we all, you know, when it comes to crunch time, we may not play a lot, but when it comes to crunch time, those championships just stack up. You know, we, we were not the favorite team for the Destiny. It was me, Grex, and Sola, but we sure... I promise you, my everybody. team was not the favorite several times, and we still kicked a lot of ass. <laughs> so, but I'm thinking, like, with gunfight modes, that's where you spawn in with random guns, and it's life per round, and best of five or six, is it, wins? I think that might be a fun... That sounds like fun. Yeah, that might be fun. So, uh, look forward to that, and I'll post something up in the forums, we'll see you yeah what the interest is. Maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll get something like that kicking. That's uh, that's very, very interesting. You know, I think that'll uh, change things up a, a little bit, but I think ultimately there will be a large portion of uh, GRG members that are disappointed by this announcement. As uh, initially you had mentioned, it's a, a tournament. And um, I, I feel like the vast majority uh, had hoped that this tournament really was uh based on a yardstick and um whomever gets you know the highest number as you know boredom boredom sometimes can can set in for, no, uh, for people. The, no. highest numbers don't mean shit unless it means wins because tournaments are all about killing shit well, i think that they're more about like for grg is the uh camaraderie camaraderie I mean, it, and, yeah, and, and the, the bullshit tournaments are absolutely the funnest the shit talking you know, it's it's a good way if you're not like uh, maybe if you're a quote unquote outsider or a lurker or something like that. It's a good way to get introduced to everybody. Yep, the tournaments we've turned a lot of people into social butterflies, and it's yeah, it's a good way to get involved, get to know everybody. It's a lot of fun. You know what it is? It's it's casual competitive games fun. because everybody's fun just- with a purpose. Everybody's trying to win, but it's not like, oh my god, I didn't super win. Super try hard, yeah. Right, I mean, right. you know, people. If you get butt hurt over losing mm. GRG tournament, then you you, you have issues. Hooked on the do, yeah. Calling him out, yeah, yeah. If you, it's just you have issues. I mean, it, it's mostly for fun. It's a lot of competitive play. We all suck, so it's not that highly competitive. But no, you're not gonna fun. win shit because uh, Gretchen Lala won't let us have signatures on the website cuz that would be the one thing you would win is a custom signature. Someone would have to make them. We don't have murder around anymore. That's true. But some of those were epic. Yes, they were. Especially the one with the tea bagging. <laughs> no, it was the angry semen. Angry semen. All right. I still have that. Well, look forward to that cuz we we need to get something like that kicked been a while since we had one fun fun yep all right let's uh move along we'll go right into uh the series picard has wrapped up spoiler alert before anybody listens any further if you have not completed season one of star trek picard tune out now yeah that's your spoiler warning if you get any spoilers after fuck you they are giving away uh cbs broad uh streaming for free oh, you can yeah, watch yeah. this so you there's got no, no excuse to miss this. Nope, no excuse whatsoever. You can watch it for free. It's 30 days for CBS All Access. Anyway, so this takes place about, like, what, 20-some years after the next generation bullshit? Um, no, it's even further than that because they talked about his age was 90-something. 94 or something? Yeah, so it's, a, it's, all, it's closer to 30 or 40 years post-next um, okay. generation. Okay. So it's a while since Next Generation. I guess with the movies and stuff, I'm thinking, I don't know. 
Uh, Picard is no longer part of Starfleet, having resigned due to Starfleet's refusal to help the Romulans. No, not to help the Romulans, to help on that red planet with uh, the androids. No, 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 no. No, the reason why he resigned from Starfleet. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Right. Because sorry. yeah, the Romulans' planet was going to get blown up because right, you're right. Them. I, I I got it mixed up. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to to save the Romulans, help them out. The long enemy, long time enemies of Starfleet, help them. And Starfleet said no. Blah blah blah. Here we are now. Picard is back at home on his family winery and yep, here the vineyard. And, yeah, and just doing his own Basically, thing, just living life. Living life like well, he's, yeah, he's and he's not happy. He's yeah, he's waiting to die. And then out of the blue, he starts having fucking data, and it all goes downhill from there. Which are the first five minutes of the series. Well, I will say the visions kind of tied in. I'm, I don't get me wrong; I'm not an absolute love fest with this series, but you understand the visions as you get closer to the end, how they kind of all mesh and tie together. That's fine. Oh, let, let me start with this. Okay, let's just go. I Captain Picard is my favorite captain of all Star Treks of all time. Which is okay. From the next generation, he is my favorite. Uh, I love the next generation. The show. The movies weren't good, but whatever. Um, the original cast movies were better. But as far as the show itself, overall. It's an amazing show. I mean, it was an amazing show. It's great. You're a Trekkie or you're not a Trekkie. You're 100% in or you're 100% out. So when, when they were when they announced this and Patrick Stewart's coming back for this, I was so excited for it. I could not wait for it. Then I started watching it. <laughs> and it's not what it was advertised. I'm going to start off saying I'm giving this a big thumbs down. I hated this. I didn't hate it, but it was so not what I expected and fucking tame. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if if you're going ranking, you know, I'm doing a three out of ten. It's definitely not over five on the positive side, and it has nothing to do with the acting, the characters, or anything like that. It's just the the way they wrote this story is so fucking tame. One of the issues I have with the story was it took so long to get to telling. Right. It. So we had to. He had and to it was go still through. A- Tame fucking story. You could have done that two episodes. Yeah, he had to go through memory lane and run into run into this person, run into that Which, person. And saying that, that is the one thing that is one thing I did appreciate with the card series is we got we got to see um, Troy Riker, mm-hmm. some of the older characters, and so it was it was a throwback. So it kind of got you in the feels. Which is fine if you. But had you wanted to epi- see him. If you had twenty episodes per right. season to to burn, because everybody wanted to see the next generation characters. It's just the way they presented them is what sucked. How many was this? Eight, ten? I forget. Um, oh, it was ten episodes. Ten episodes. So you have ten episodes. You don't have much wiggle room for bullshit. So, you, but they did you, it. You either shit or get off the pot. Well, they did it in the last two episodes. It's the problem. Like they finally well, got see, even the last the two episodes, they were fucking promising action, and I fucking felt like it was a giant turd. Both episodes, yeah. Anyway, so what he winds up doing? So uh, he starts having this dreams of data, these visions of data, 
And the next thing you know, this chick comes out of the blue and she is a descendant of Data. And next thing you know, all sorts of crazy shit goes on. Whatever. They have this hairball story where they have to go to this planet of androids and save them and no one fucking cares. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Not really. No. And it just was the most disappointing thing was it seems to follow like the the same storytelling that the rebooted movies and Star Trek Discovery I actually, followed. I actually felt the fucking movies were even better than Picard. I mean, come on, dude. You had freaking emo Romulans. I mean, the the brother and sister, total fucking emo. The sister was hot. I, will, I was just going to say, and I will say the sister was fucking hot yeah. and all mm-hmm. um but you know fucking emo dude seriously i mean he was like a pouty fucking romulan and you had the well you had the crew because he he's no longer has his own spaceship so he's got to assemble his crew and it's basically like you know what you know what it felt like they took star wars and mixed it in with star trek i kind of see that now that you say it out loud i kind of see that and with his I crew feel like rogue one Mm-hmm. It just felt like, you know, it's kind of like a mix. They, they're not following Star Trek storytelling. They're not following. No, not at all. Not. But you know what they did do? They did a better job of Star Trek storytelling discovery. Yeah, well, that was a shit show, too. That's terrible. I don't want to get off track. We, we can hit that here in a second. But, yeah, it's they were definitely off track. The, the timeline was not accurate. One of the weak things I felt was Starfleet was no longer the organization once was, where it was like seeking out new life forms, new civilizations, worldly going expand. where no one has gone before. And and like where Picard stepped down, the reason he stepped down is they wouldn't help the Romulans. Well, Starfleet should have been willing to help the Romulans to to look at trying. Yeah, to that them in that totally felt unnatural because that was that's not what Starfleet is about. I mean, they helped the Klingons on yeah. Kronos when yeah. when shit hit the fan in the movies. So why wouldn't you help the Romulans? You've got a treaty. They're considered allies. Why wouldn't you help? I mean, they felt like they turned them into some kind of like basic plot point of a corrupt government agency, something like you'd see on like Homeland or 24. You know? Yeah, like the politics, because you had um, Admiral Ono or whatever the fuck her name was. And she was and she's a Vulcan Romulan yeah. mix With spy sunglasses. who made it all the way to Admiral through Starfleet and nobody had any background being Romulan or Tal Shiar, or any of that. I don't, I don't follow that. I think what my biggest problem with the whole show, and this is why I really hated it the most, this is why I, could, I, I couldn't get past this, was Picard himself. Gone was the confident, powerful Captain Picard who fearlessly led the Enterprise in these extravagant missions, these life-and-death missions. Like, you had stuff... You know, when he would attack the Borg and do this and all the other stuff. And now we're stuck with this old, feeble man who is scared See, of his own shadow. And I think that's the point you're missing, and that's where I'm going to disagree with you. I think the whole purpose of that particular story was to show him as old, feeble, not the same, not the same person he was physically. He was there mentally because he did show some of them the, the same mental attributes that we get from Picard, but he was generally old. It's, it's kind of like he gave up, but I think that was a part of the story that he gave up because Starfleet let him down 
and that yeah, I, I kind of that kind of, but it kind of goes toward the story because at the end, I mean, he ends up with a new fucking android body. You know, we all thought he was going to die, and then he came back. I knew he was going to die. They weren't going to kill him off. But, well, I kind of wish he did, but the um, like, I, I kind of disagree. I, I think that like, if you watch any, you go to no, YouTube, because, you watch any you listen, clips. Yes, any, that's what I was getting ready to. If you watched any of the clips on YouTube or anything, the way they're talking about the character, um, Patrick Stewart did not want to play the same Picard. He wanted to play an older man. He refused to wear a Starfleet uniform. No, I, yeah, I understand. I, I think you're missing what I'm saying. Like when he was on the Next Generation. He was very confident. He was very Oh, he was diplomatic. up front. Yeah, I know. I, I don't disagree would, at all. Even his, his volume, his voice, the way he spoke, the way he commanded himself. And here in, in, in this series, it was a completely different person. And there was an episode. This is where we get really nerdy. I'm breaking up my nerd card. I'm showing everybody my nerd Dude, card. Dude, Trekkies unite, baby. There was an episode on Next Generation where uh, Q allowed Picard to to play it safe. There was a moment in time where he got into a fight and got stabbed in the heart and died oh, when yeah. he was, you know, was in, yep. he was like a young guy. After that, he was a fearless person. He seized the day. Um, Q allowed him to go back in time and avoid that. And they showed Picard growing up to be like this meek, mild man that right. was like nobody. Right. And, and that's how I felt this Picard was. I felt that's what he turned into. Like, dude, you always admired Picard for being the way he was, and we're getting the one, the reject Picard. No, and we're just getting the, to... we're getting the ninety something year old old man just I, fucking broke down physically he, and mentally. He would still because, be able to talk. No, because to... the one thing that he believed in was Starfleet, and they fucking let him down. So not only is he physically hurt, being you know fucking ancient, but he's mentally broke down too. Yeah, I I disagree. So I think he just it was just a complete change of character that was out of place. Agreed. And I, I think agree. It was a change of character. I think he just was the type of person now that you would see at any old age home that has given up and is waiting for their tapioca pudding for, with his Earl Grey tea. I mean, I don't know. This Which guy was just he admitted to. It was yeah. just bad. It was it was sad to see, and and I was upset that Patrick Stewart said he wasn't interested in playing Picard again unless the story was fantastic. And boy, I just, I don't know. I'm starting to question the his ability. The story was comp- definitely not fantastic. I agree yeah. there. Was not- I'm trying to question, I'm questioning his ability to comprehend what he reads. So Ouch. I was let down by this. This is a. It was a letdown. It was tame. It was not what I expected. Three out of 10. Three out of 10. That's the best I, I want to give it. That's not getting any more. Angel, have you watched it? You haven't had a lot to say, so. Interrupt us, please. No, I've just I've just been listening. Um, did you watch Picard? No, no, I did not. I did uh, I did not watch Picard at all. Um, Star Trek was never really my thing, quite frankly. Oh, then your opinion doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely not. <laughs> really, right. this 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 whole time, all the two of you were were talking. You know, I. Oh, we're nerds. Taking, we're total. Champions. I was, uh, so, yeah, no, really, I, I was taking care of business. And uh, did you go poopy? You didn't waste too much toilet paper, did you? No, no, actually, um, no. I, I have enough toilet paper, but mainly I've been using the uh, the New York Times. Um, nice alternative. It's perfect. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like, um, yeah, totally. 
I, I feel like the uh, the ink stains on the uh, on the turds specifically. They dye your butthole. So it's yeah, really, yeah, totally. Black hole. Absolutely, and you know, since since uh, I believe in in celebrating your masculinity, I haven't been shaving back there at all. And I have, TMI, uh, dude. TMI. Uh, TMI. Really, black buttholes about as far as I'm willing to go. All right, all right. I gotta step in here. I, I gotta step in here and and stop this before it continues. You guys are creeping <laughs> me out. Creeping me out. Ay ay ay. All right. Are we still on track? We're we're on track. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to uh, talk yeah. about well, we're not. We're going to talk about things to do during the quarantine. We got a few. Okay. Quick little GRG yeah. ideas, what to do. Uh, one of the things I was I asked the guys to do, come up with maybe a TV show to binge, uh, a few games to to talk about. Uh, right now, I'll give you my recommendation real quick. It was just released season three. If you have not watched Ozarks on Netflix, you owe it to yourself to start binge watching it now. If not, if you've watched season one and two, season three is out and and you'll watch it within like, two days like i did i watched it i binged it ever loving fuck out of that if you're not familiar with what uh ozarks is it's basically their version of breaking bad and it's probably the best original show that netflix produces bullshit oh, uh, that they produce that they own i don't know there's a couple i ozarks gotta be up to the top the top list it is right there it's it's excellent uh, and what the story's about is that he's basically a money, money launderer working for the cartel. And they managed to leave every episode just on this cliffhanger, making you want to immediately watch the next episode. Like you cannot, it's like you're like a crack addict and you just got to hit <laughs> next episode, next episode. And it's like, if you look up a phrase binge watching in, in like the dictionary or whatever, you would look it up a phrase in, you would see Ozark there because that's how it was for me. Like I could not stop. Wow. Like, I have yeah, not watched one episode, so that's you, you should. Awesome. You definitely need to watch if you've not watched those. You have not watch it. It's fantastic. I would not steer you wrong. It is very well done. Well, I don't know about that. It's very well done. I'm listening. I'm going to listen to you this time, and, and I you will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. Um, do you guys have any shows? Any yeah. uh, things to binge? What I have been binging is Star Trek Discovery to try and catch up. And I fucking hate it because I can't fucking stop watching it. Because Star Trek Discovery is about the most retarded fucking Star Trek I've ever watched. But the problem is I can't fucking stop watching it because it's Star Trek. Um, yeah, I've been there, the done that. Is they're uh, leaning up to season three, I think they yeah. said April or sometime this summer. But well, the, the good timeline is so fucking retarded. The character development and the characters themselves are just ridiculous. Yeah. Michael Bennett is the worst fucking Star Trek character in the world. Who? Bar none. Oh, I oh fucking hate her. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's her. Name. Yeah. It just, it's, but I can't stop watching because Here's- I'm a Trek guy. So I'm trying to. I don't know if my brain's trying to pick it apart going, no, fuck you. Pike didn't do the five-year mission. Kirk did. No, Spock didn't have a fucking sister. And it just it infuriates me, and I can't stop watching it. 
Well, the only thing I'll give that sh- that show, the graphics and in and the CGI and stuff are fucking great. I mean, it's but other than that, fuck that show and I well, I think I think Pike was really good. I actually like they they, they did pick a good actor to portray a younger Pike. And he was I thought he was really good. I thought he was one He's of the better characters in the show. I actually like Lorca as well, like uh, Gabriel Lorca from the first oh, season. The the actor again, yeah. phenomenal until until the last Ridiculous. couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. If he was he, I could see him being a captain the beginning because I thought he was pretty solid. No, the the again the actor filled the role spot on. It's just <laughs> the story was just fucking retarded. By the way, he's in one of my uh, favorite movies, The Patriot. Yeah, and I was just oh, going to say he's always playing a bad guy, so I knew he was going to turn bad guy. And he's great. That's what he's best at is playing bad guys. I'll surmise main... every episode of Discovery for you. It's where every single character goes off and does their own thing without telling anybody else. And at every single moment, the whole universe is going to die. And they're willing to sacrifice themselves to prevent that. But they're not going to tell anybody else about this. They're going to all go do their separate things. And everybody's fighting themselves to go kill themselves. And that's every single episode. And it gets tiring. And, and they have fucking better tech than fucking next generation, even though they're 200 years in the past. Well, yeah. But what Dude, are you going to do? Come there? on. What are you going to do? There? Like, like I, I take that. Like, I'm not talking just the spore drive. I'm talking everything they show on there looks like better tech than next generation or anybody else. I overlook that because you can't control. Like, you you, you do original Star Trek series that was made in the '60s, so how, they can't predict like what's now. No, just, I'm talking next generation. I'm comparing yeah, to that. To that the next generation is 30 years old. No, but they're 200 years in the future. I know that, but you can't like that. Next generation portrayed what they thought that timeline would be 30 years ago. So now things are different. I, I, I'm okay with that. That no, that no, bothers me. The timelines least. are totally jacked. I just I don't buy it. I to me that that was like the least problematic thing I had. I just kind of overlooked that because things change. People, you can't predict what the future is going to be like in 200 years and then 50 years later like oh well this is how it's going. you know it's just i'm okay no 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 and, and i the my problem with it is just the stuff there's like this spore drive i mean instantly going from anywhere in the universe that was to stupid. time point a to point b dude there's been the fucking board can't do that yeah. but all of a sudden 200 years pre next generation we're gonna base the entire series on so you're that. telling just, people to watch discovery during the quarantine Here's what's going to happen. You're going to watch it. I do recommend it because you're going to get pissed off as a Trekkie and you're going to fucking pick it apart like I do. And you're not going to be able to stop watching. That's my point. Angel, do you have anything for people to watch during the uh, stay-at-home times? Um, Quite frankly, I haven't. I haven't really been watching a whole lot of stuff. Um, I've been gaming more than watching or, uh, you know, spending more time playing internet poker. Although I will say I've I've watched a couple documentaries. Netflix found very and them being about the Oklahoma Oh, you're breaking up. Can you oh, repeat can that? You you're breaking up. Yeah. Oklahoma okay, and then cut out. Yeah, Oklahoma it, it was a documentary about the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, um, what was it called? Oh, Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um I'm for, you know the the titles uh eluding me. Really. Uh I've I've been binging on music. There's a lot of great music out there. 
you know, depending on, on what you're into. I know for me, it's, it's been a lot of heavy metal. To me, I've it's never... been uh, the new Spice Girls album. Oh, yeah. No, 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 totally. Um, I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah, no, I hear Menopause albums do, uh, do well. Oh, in, Menopause uh... album. <laughs> That's... Actually, uh, speaking of albums, Pearl Jam released a new album. And uh, the, Strokes is, the Strokes have an album coming out as well. The Stro- I love The Strokes. They're awesome. But anyway. The Pearl Jam album is a massive disappointment. I feel like it yeah, has it's zero not, it's direction. Not the, same Pearl Jam. the the um the songs that are available for the Strokes record, which comes out uh, on the tenth, uh, which I do believe is uh, Friday, uh, the songs that have come out sound like a return to form. I've read a couple interesting articles about how during the last record, they were really bickering, they were really tired, they were really questioning why they were in a band. And, uh, you know, it took them seven years to come up with this record. So there was a lot of self-reflection going on there. And ultimately, they, uh, they decided to uh, keep doing what they loved doing and um, put the family life on hold for now. Uh, speaking of music, a lot of bands are doing um, a lot of free shit, like through Facebook or some of the other applications. You know, obviously one of the big ones, which is kind of funny because they fought against it so much with streaming music, but Metallica is doing a concert every Monday on Facebook. I mean, it's stuff out there for people who are fucking bored at home. We ain't, you know, talking about the whole music thing. I think there's a lot of bands doing that. You just got to kind of research who's your favorite, and figure it out. But, you know, they're bored and stuck at home. I'll tell you what, last week, Garth Brooks, even if you hate country, you know Garth Brooks, but him and Trisha Yearwood did something out of their own home studio, you know, since they were stuck there. They kind of did a CBS special, and it was fucking pretty killer to listen to those guys just kind of taking requests and, you know, going off the cuff. So a lot of music out there to be heard. Yeah. But real quick, I got a couple games to suggest to people. If you're not playing anything, you're looking for something different to play, you're stuck at home. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, it's on sale for 30 bucks a million hours of racing in there and it looks fantastic especially if an xbox x the four is the, the best title out of the forza series mm-hmm. absolutely bar none the best out of the seven 30 bucks uh red dead redemption 2 30 bucks as well and this is basically grand theft auto set in the wild west hundreds of hours worth of gameplay here it's award-winning game check it out uh next on my list here is star wars battlefront 2 See, I'm, I'm doing all these sale games for you people. I'm looking out because I know people are out of work. This is an FPS game based in the Star Wars world. $12.50 it's on sale for. And, and it comes with free DLC. So it's worth it to check it out. It's a, a little bit arcadey as far as FPS goes. A little bit casual, a little bit arcadey. But the graphics and audio are amazing. It really puts you into the Star Wars universe. And finally... Gunny's Game of Choice is on sale as well. Borderlands 3, $30. A ton of content to blow through. You'll spend a ton of hours through it. Keep you busy during this bullshit stay-at-home nonsense that we're stuck in. Anybody got anything else for the games? Any other suggestions? Angel, I think you had one. Yeah, actually, uh, I have a couple. I highly suggest, if you don't have it, get the uh, Game Pass, as that has a lot of great games on it. Um, I feel like you can't go wrong with, with Halo to revisit 
some old memories, the, um, the new Gears, of course. It's not that new, but Gears 5 is uh, really good to play. Ace Combat 7, I've been playing a lot of that. I highly recommend that. Most of all, we, we really didn't touch upon this, but uh, I have been playing Doom Eternal as well. If you don't have it, I suggest it's worth it. Get a digital copy of it. I'm not playing it as much lately as, quite frankly, it is, it's much harder the 2016 version. It's, um, it's, I think it's a lot faster than Call of Duty. You have to be a lot faster than Call of Duty. Yeah, I've watched some of the gameplay, and it's just it's insane. You need to take breaks from it. So I've been going back to, like, FIFA you know, 20. Resident Evil 2, the remake. Again, if you don't own that, I suggest getting it. Although, uh, I saw this last night. Um, apparently, Capcom's selling Resident Evil 2 as well as Resident Evil 3 together for 80 bucks. Again, you can down that, you know, download that uh, digitally as well. So if you have the extra funds, you know, you can't go wrong with, with either game as they both scored nine uh, with, yeah. with multiple, uh, you know, websites revealing the game. Definitely can't go wrong. Connie, what was your suggestion? Uh, well, I'm going to caveat with Angel. Um, anything from either the old ones, two and three, or this current one that's out now. Stuff. I mean, Resident Evil's a solid um, franchise. They always scare the piss out of you. The other thing with Borderlands 3 is, A, fuck them for the discount because they did it two months after release, but I'm glad everybody has an opportunity to get it. Um, they currently have some DLC out right now, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. Um, I haven't played through it yet myself. Um, I did talk to my son-in-law. He played through it in the first six hours like I did with the first DLC. Uh, he said it's pretty amazing. So you've got some DLC there to play through if you already own it. If not, buy the whole game. Obviously, hopefully soon we'll have the Warzone with the quads uh, and the duos. So I think quads would probably draw me in instead of... There you go. So I, I, I need to try it. Like I said, I'm not a BR fan. but I... You know, listen, Valiant spent a night into it, and he actually, even though he's, he's no, still I... back at Destiny... Giddy, I want to see you and Giddy on a team. Oh, opposite yeah. teams, total opposite teams. I don't want her on my team. No, I totally no, want to shoot her on your team. team. All right, well, so there you go. So I'm gonna get on your team because I know you two. Don't. No, you don't want to so be on my team. With, well, you're you've been stuck with me for 12 years. You're gonna be stuck with me longer. So fuck. Damn you. it! I want to win. Ha! <laughs> I'll be your bullet sponge, baby. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I thank everybody for being on the show tonight. As always, I like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to. Also, I like to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com. Spell out the D-O-T. Uh, finally, any questions or comments, feel feel, yeah, feel free Send us hate mail at ReaperCast at GrimReaperGamers.com. Attention, Grex. Attention, Grex. And with that, we're out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Night, gang. Good night. Thank you for having me on.